Hi, I'm Avin, and this is the Salvation Engine Podcast, where we bring you the message about God's Word, His grace and His goodness in a simple and direct way. The Bible says, faith comes by hearing and hearing the Word of God. So please join me as I continue to share the gospel message about Jesus Christ, and let us hear the Word of God together. Hi and welcome back to the Salvation Engine podcast. Today we are talking about heaven-led ideas or God-given ideas or accomplishing God's will, accomplishing God's will, accomplishing the purposes of God in the earth and knowing the difference between God's ideas and self-led ideas or our own ideas. Father, we commit this time of sharing in your hands. We ask, Father Lord, that the word spoken today will come alive in our hearts and that we'll be able to move in it, in action, producing fruit with it. In Jesus' name we ask and pray. Amen. So our passage today is from the book of Psalms 37 in verses 5. And it says, Commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him and he shall bring it to pass and he shall bring it to pass commit your ideas commit your plan commit what you have purposed in your heart to do unto the lord trust also in him and he shall bring it to pass you know most of us have come to that point in our lives at one time or the other where we are at a crossroads we are trying to determine should i do this or should i not and when we figure out that perhaps maybe okay yes we should do it we again wondering is this what god would have me to do in this season or not and this is beyond fear i'm talking about when clearly there's a path that is set before you there is an idea you have and you're determined in your path but you want to commit your way unto the lord so that he can bring it to pass now what is an idea what is a plan something you've purposed in your heart an idea is a thought in the mind you know once when perceived it can result into a tangible creation or it can manifest in the physical world that is an idea before we carry out anything before we manufacture anything produce anything write anything build anything it all starts an, as an idea and for the wise person It's at that ideation stage that you want to compose yourself before the Lord and ask him and come humbly before him and say, Lord, what would you have me to do in this season? So then that means we have to know what's the difference between God's idea, a heaven given idea and our own ideas. You know, in the book of Proverbs in the 14th um, chapter in the 12th verse, we find where it says that there is a way that a appears to be right unto a man but in the end it leads to destruction so when we come before the lord these are the things we're trying to avoid we don't want to be destroyed we don't want the houses we build to be burned down we don't want to waste time and that's why it's important to know the differences between a heaven idea and a self-led idea and most of this comes to us through prayer through the power of the holy spirit so what i've found is that a heaven led idea or a god-given idea 
is backed by the spirit of god you know it's it's to deliver an intended result that is in line with the will of god concerning your life concerning your calling concerning your gifting while a self-driven idea usually is intended for our own benefit we're headstrong there's something i want to do there's something i desire to do and therefore i must do it we find in the bible where saul made a sacrifice as a self-led idea although samuel had told him to wait why because in his heart saul felt like this is what he needed to do and indeed that way appeared right to him but in the end it led to destruction so both of these ideas are achievable but it's the result that awaits us at the end of them that matters what we want to see achieved in our lives so when God gives us a, an idea, when he gives us his will, when he, when he reveals to us a purpose in a thing, our position really is to come humbly as a conduit. You know, Jesus in his ministry said that I only do that which I see my father do. Firstly, we receive it by faith. We receive the mind of God by faith. We understand that which God desires for us by faith through understanding his character, what he wants through his word. And then we commit it back to him by faith in prayer. We say, Lord, I discern in my spirit that this is what you would have me to do in, in this season of my life. I'm committing it back unto you, Lord. And that really sits at our passage for today. Commit your way to the Lord and trust him. Trust him that he will give you the knowledge. Trust that he will bring the resources. Trust that he will bring the people to help you work on that idea, on that purpose in his will. And then walk it out by faith. So it's a faith process from start to finish. And most of us will commit the idea to God. will hear his spirit of confirmation upon it. But it's that walking out part where we struggle. Where again we need to be bold. We need confidence. We need strength to walk out whatever God is calling us to do in any particular season. Just as we are told in the book of James in that first chapter that if we lack wisdom, we should come to God and ask him because he gives generously to all without finding fault. So it might be that we need wisdom for Lord, what would you have me do in this season? Or we just need the wisdom to walk it out. We need the courage to walk it out. So what I've found is that heaven-led ideas or God-given ideas are always successful when the conduit, that is you and I, when we are walking by faith. In the Bible, we read why it says that Jesus healed them all. Everything that God purposed for Jesus to do was successful because Jesus was walking in faith. So anytime you or I embark on a project to do something that is spirit-led, that is governed by the Spirit of God, and we attach our faith to it, we will succeed. Jesus says that nothing shall be impossible for you. It's all about faith from start to finish. We must understand that God is the source 
and the provider of all heaven-led ideas or all God-given ideas. There is no point in the process where God detaches himself from something that he has purposed you to do. He will call you into a thing. He will give you the resources that you need to walk out of that thing, to walk in that thing. He will give you the partnerships that you need to carry out that thing. He will never leave you along the way of something that he has called you to do. Because when we work on that plan, on that purpose of what God has called us to do, it is pleasing to God. It pleases him. He finds pleasure in it. In the scriptures, it, we're instructed to find out what God's will is. So when we say, Father, what will you have me to do in this season? And he responds to us. That's not the point why he detaches himself. If anything, he comes right alongside us in true partnership. Just think about Noah in the Bible. When God gave him the plan and the purpose and the idea to build the ark, God was working with Noah, empowering him, giving him the resources and also strengthening him from those who are contrary to him. Those who had never seen rain and said, Noah, you must be foolish. What are you doing? So God needed to strengthen Noah in, him, in the inside of Noah for Noah to stand in the purposes of God. And that's what scripture teaches us when it says that it is him who works in us to will and to do according to his good pleasure you know god does not expect us to rely on ourselves to rely on our own mental faculties to rely on our own abilities even when it is him that has given us the plan of what we are to do we are to rely on him from start to finish and it's with that unwavering faith, just as Noah did, that we can accomplish the impossible. That people will look back and say, my goodness, God was with that person. Whatever they were trying to do seemed impossible, but they really, really accomplished what God called them to do. So how can we tell? How can we tell the difference between I am walking out what God wants me to do or I am walking out in my own ambitiousness, in my own self-led ideas? And some of what I have come to recognize is that when you're walking in a heaven-led idea, you have peace with it. There is a peace even in the struggle. There is a peace when people are saying it's not going to work. There is a peace because God is causing you to smile and rejoice on the inside of yourself. Even in the midst of the greatest difficulty, there is peace. Peace is your governor and you are doing it with a confident hope and expectation knowing that the greater one is working with you in it. And that just gives you so much peace. Then in addition to that, there is wisdom upon wisdom. From where you start, God says, okay, now bring this resource. And the next he tells you, okay, bring this other resource. He never gives you a half picture. Just as he gave Moses the picture of the tabernacle to build it. He gave him the entire picture. When he gave Solomon wisdom on how to build the temple, he gave him the entire picture. Wisdom, building upon wisdom, upon revelation, coming through dreams, coming through people with skill that can help you in that purpose success every step of the way you begin to see small milestones big milestones and you're continuously rejoicing because you see success that is building itself upon success and this idea although it may be 
slow it may appear to be moving slow but really in fact it's quick because it's being governed by the spirit of god that is causing you to move from success to success wisdom upon wisdom and that is the marker of a god-given idea or a god-given purpose and project Whereas on the other end, when it comes to our own ambitiousness or our own ideas or our own self-effort, often we find that number one, there is no peace. You know, there is problem after problem, which you say might be expected in anything that you, what someone is trying to do, but you just find that there is no peace. It's almost as if you're pushing against a very, very strong wall that cannot move and will not move, but you're trying to go through the window. Then you're trying to go through the door. Then you're trying to climb the wall, but there's just no peace. Peace is not governing you at all all when you go to bed it's on your mind when you wake up you're you're facilitating deliberating you're composing you're structuring it yourself there is no framework of peace at all in a self-led idea and uh, for me that is one of the true signs that this thing is most definitely not going to work out yes there will be lessons learned and we're always learning when we fall we get back up but there is also time wasting there is also potential destruction there is wasting resources there is wasting family time you don't want to go down the path of such a kind of effort effortful process what i've also found in a self-ambitious or self-led idea is that there is limited wisdom we're collecting from what we know as humans we're just collecting from the visible there is nothing coming into our spirits as a fresh supply of wisdom of what we need to do to build this thing we're just collecting from maybe land experiences we're collecting from human ideas we're collecting by looking at what other people have done and trying to do the same there is very limited wisdom because it is not from god it is something we're trying to achieve on our own in addition to that is that there is limited creativity you know where you should be going quickly it's going slowly where you should know what elements to mix what people to meet what I, what, what what musical notes to compose all those things are not coming to you as quickly as they should because there is very limited creativity in a self-led idea there is no revelation you probably you're having bad dreams but you're ignoring the 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 dreams you're ignoring what the holy spirit is speaking to you through visions and it's all contrary it's very slow paced and you know within your convictions that this is probably going to be unsuccessful so it's important to know these things so that we can walk according to that which God has purposed in the Bible in the book of Ephesians chapter 2 in verses 10 we read where it says that we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works which God prepared in advance for us to do. There is a thing, there is a purpose. We have been purposed into projects, into plans that God wants us to do on this side of eternity. And it's just very time wasting when we walk away from those purposes to then do things that are contrary to these good works that God has prepared in advance for us to do. There is no success in a self-governed idea. But when it's 
God's purpose, that which he prepared for us in Christ Jesus to do, we find success. We find that the outward result becomes evidence of that faith we carry when we say, God, I commit my way to do to you and I trust you. We see success. We see there is evidence, there is success. So is it possible that you can have faith in yourself? Um, led idea or in yourself ambitious idea I think so you can try and have a likeness of faith but with limitations what do I mean for example in the story of Cain and Abel we see that he had his own idea what he thought would be pleasing to God he brought his own type of a sacrifice and to an extent there was an appearance of success until obviously we know what happened. God rejected his sacrifice. Why? Because he was in a self-governing position. So in the end, it was a time-wasting idea. It did not produce success. It did not produce fruit. And he was trapped. He got trapped from one failure to another failure. When he saw that this did not work out again, he had a self-governing idea to go and murder his brother. So it was moving from failure to another failure. This is why it's important that we commit what we do to the Lord in prayer. And once he said, go ahead, once the Father says, move forward, we mustn't allow thoughts of doubt to come to us but we must believe that indeed it's going to work out and we see this again with Peter walking on water Peter whether he was walking in his faith or in faith in God we don't know but one thing we do know is that he said Lord if it is you tell me to come to you on the water he committed his plan to the Lord his what he had purposed in his heart to walk on water he committed it to the Lord and then Peter got down out of that boat and walked on the water and came towards Jesus but then when he began to look around when he began to doubt then he began to sink so when we commit our plans to the Lord, we must attach our faith and hold on to the Lord and know, keep our eyes on Jesus, believing that whatever he has given us to do, he himself will work in us and with us to accomplish it. It is so much easier to keep faith in a God-led plan, in a God-led purpose, in a God-given idea. Because even when challenges come, when those waves are beating against your boat, you can look up to Jesus and say, Father, I trust you. Help me in these circumstances. And he's always there and ready to help us. So I pray for you. I pray for you the spirit of wisdom. I pray for you the spirit of discernment and courage and confidence and power to execute your plans according to the will and the purpose of God. I pray that you commit your ways unto the Lord, that you will trust him and he shall bring it to pass you were blessed. Thank you for listening to this message. If you've enjoyed hearing about God's goodness, please make sure to visit our website www.salvationengine.com where I share written messages from scripture and other news. In addition is the Salvation Engine social media pages on YouTube, Instagram and Facebook. Simply type in Salvation Engine to find us. Have a great week. Until next time, be blessed.